3 to 67, mostly cloudy Tuesday with a couple of afternoon showers, high 72 to 76. From the stations of WSBB Radio, I'm meteorologist Carl Erickson. WSBB. And a very good Monday morning to you. A President's Day holiday, a nice long weekend for some folks. And then there are others that uh, no rest for the weary, working hard. One of there's my guest today, Miss Sherry Aiken of the Aiken Law Firm in Deland. No holiday time off for you, huh, Miss Sherry? No, no, no. We're we're in the office today, uh, helping folks. Good morning, Amy. Good morning. Everybody has uh, got some pretty smiles on today. I got to tell you, I don't know if it was the races or all the concerts or the events, but or the beautiful weekend. I think so. I that weather was absolutely fantastic. It truly was. Yes, it was nice. It was not too hot, not too cold. Perfect amount of sun. No, we and I um, I covered the farmer's market here in downtown New Smyrna Beach over the weekend and just did not want to come inside. I said, it's so beautiful. I could stay out here all afternoon long. I think we're anxious for the warm-up, and it's coming soon, so no worries there. I love our show topic today. Let's just delve right into it. Um, you're wanting to talk about charity and how that plays into estate planning and what you do. Well, you know, uh, last night, uh, Amy, I had the pleasure of attending the, uh, a celebration of philanthropy at Stetson, uh, which celebrates the, uh, the good number of uh, families and individuals who sponsor scholarships to, uh, for Stetson students. And so that was just a wonderful, wonderful time. And, and that got me thinking about um, estate plans and, and, uh, and charitable giving and plans. And oftentimes, you know, we talk in this show about, you know, passing assets to your family and how do you want to make, you know, make sure that the people that you want to get assets, you know, how that happens. Well, um, for many folks, uh, in addition to family or maybe instead of family, um, uh, people want to benefit charities, uh, you, know, you know, nonprofit causes, churches that, um, that they have supported strongly uh, or causes that they've uh, uh, favored during their lifetime. And, you know, Amy, that's really probably the one big time that you know, people say, do I need a will? You know, we've got statutes and stuff like that. And I'm going to say, absolutely, if you want any part of your estate to uh, pass to a charity, to a nonprofit organization, well, you need to have a will to actually make that happen. So, um, you know, so one of the things, let's go back to that, is how, how do you designate a charity in your will? Well, of course, you you know, you, you do a will, and you make sure that you've designated the charity correctly. A lot of folks, you know, know charities by, by a certain name. You know, the hospital, like the hospital now is, um, is Advent Health. Sure. The Florida Hospital, what, you know, their, their prior names and stuff like that. Uh, one of the things a lawyer would take care of is making sure that the way you designate the charity uh, is, uh, is the legal correct name of the entity. And the second thing you want to give consideration to is um, is what do you want the, uh, the organization to use money for? Um, our church, for example, is in the middle of a fundraising for, for a building program to, to construct a new church building. Well, maybe you want your funds to go to the church building. Maybe you want it to go to buy a specific something in the church building. Maybe you don't want it to be used for that at all. Maybe you want to use it as sort of an endowment to help with operating expenses. Or maybe, you, you know, you don't want to put that kind of restriction on it at all. You'll just leave it to the people in charge, you know, at the organization to make that decision. 
that's real important, especially if you're dealing with um, donations to uh, medical organizations, you know, that are involved in research for a variety of things. Even the Cancer Association, which is a very big, very popular um, recipient of of, uh, of deathbed uh, donations, um, there's all kinds of cancer out there. So, you know, it's, we want to, you know, as we go through the document and go through your car- our conversation is how do you want this money to be used and how do you want it to be applied? You, you actually brought up something really interesting. So we know that, um, that the hospital just had a recent name change. So say someone has designated, you know, I want it to go here. But in the time of their passing, there's been a name change, but it's still the same, you know, they're still offering the same thing. Does that change the way that well, happens? Uh, the proper, again, a reason to have a lawyer involved in this is a, is a, is a proper designation of a, of a charity would, would say um, Florida Hospital or its successor in interest, or Florida Hospital Foundation or its successor in interest. So that would cover mergers. That would cover, you know, name changes and stuff like that. But what happens if the organization is not in existence at all? Say it's a smaller charity that uh, is not, you know, as, as, you know, permanent as many of the ones we think about. Maybe it folded or what have you. Yeah. And so um, at that point, uh, you would include some language that would, well, first of all, that would be my question. What happens if XYZ charity doesn't exist anymore? Do you want it to go to a similar charity or do you want it to just um, to lapse? And that really would be a, co- a question for the for the client. That if you're very specific about a um, a specific shelter, I know that the uh, the animal uh, the Halifax um, Humane Society is here um, periodically. That um, you know, if if you want to go to specifically them, but what if they don't exist anymore? Do you want to do another? Uh, you know, uh, dog rescue or cat rescue or what have you? Are you so focused on just them? that if they don't exist, you don't want the funds going there at all. So that's part of the, again, the question and answer session with me is to how do you want that done? But a proper designation, much like when I'm dealing with, you know, do you want, you know, your money to go to individuals? What happens if that person isn't surviving? And I try to go a period, you know, a, a, a beneficiary or two down the road to make sure we've got somebody receiving your funds on the people end of things. Well, we do the same thing on the, the institution and the things as well. Do you ever have folks come in and maybe they don't have a specific place in mind, but they just, they know that, you know, they want to benefit, uh, they want to go to help something as broad spectrum as uh, folks, you know, fighting cancer or, you know, maybe even if they know breast cancer or uh, maybe they say, hey, I, I would like to help um, those in this area that are homeless, but they have no specific charity in mind. How do you go about working with them for that? Well, um, to the extent that I am familiar with uh, organizations that are functioning, you know, in those areas, I, I make some suggestions. Uh, sometimes we go just bigger. We just say, well, you know, the Red Cross or uh, again, you know, the National you know, Heart Association, the Cancer Association, the, S- the Cancer Society. St. Jude's is a very popular mm-hmm. uh, recipient of, of funding, and you know, especially dealing with, with, with ill children. Um, so there are some pretty major, you know, big, um, you know, organizations out there that, you know, if, if your goal here is to benefit somebody, but you don't know how. Um, um, there are there are organizations out there, so you know part of my my job in in that conversation is to help you kind of you know figure out. I mean, sometimes I got the situation where I have a, a client that has no children, 
you know, and uh, as far as family members that are surviving, uh, there's no close, you know, personal relationships and stuff where there's no, you know, real desire or need, or, or again, there's no need that the, the surviving folks have enough money or they, you know, they don't, they don't really need this money, but if we can put it out into the community and, and that's the other thing is, is, uh, is not just, um, you know, health and whatnot, but, but our community needs, you know, uh, sponsoring, um, anti-poverty activities and, um, you know, helping with, uh, uh, municipal, um, you know, parks and recreations and all kinds of stuff. I mean, there's all kinds of activities out there that could benefit a, a wide group of people. Um, and so, so that's kind of the conversation that we have. An interesting topic today as we are focusing on elder law with Miss Sherry Aiken of the Aiken Law Firm in DeLand. And we're going to be back with more of it. If you've got a question this morning for Sherry, our A-Business communication lines are open to you at 386-428-1230. We're back with more of our Focus on Elder Law here on the great voice of Volusia County. You're listening to the stations of WSBB Radio. Hometown Crowd. The only station I listen to. The stations of WSBB. WSBB. From your WSBB 2020 Volusia County Newsroom, I'm Amy Ryan. It's a mystery of an interactive luncheon. This good time is all to benefit a great cause. Barbara Dolliner is the president of the Symphony Society Guild and has details about this upcoming event. It's going to be at that beautiful Halifax River Yacht Club on Saturday, March 9th, 11 o'clock, $60 a person. It's midnight at the masquerade. You don't have to wear your masquerade mask, but you certainly can. And it's a murder mystery luncheon. Fantastic 50-50 drawing and a mystery raffle. Laugh a minute. You're going to have a great time. Who did it? How'd they do it? And it'll all come out at the end of the luncheon. A murder mystery luncheon presented at the Halifax River Yacht Club to benefit the Daytona Beach Symphony Guild. Florida's chief financial officer, Jimmy Petronas, says New York State's troubles show the importance of keeping Florida a low-tax state. New York's governor has blamed part of his $2 million a year tax shortfall on high-wealth individuals moving into our state of Florida. Petronas says former Governor Rick Scott predicted that income in a conversation the two men had after the Trump tax cuts passed in 2017. And he said, Jimmy, he says, all you got to do is just you know, sit back and watch the or- organic migration is going to take place of people and businesses because they will leave high-tax states and come to low-tax states. And from your WSBB 2020 Volusia County Newsroom, I'm Amy Ryan. This Volusia County 2020 News Update is brought to you by Volusia Eye Associates, providing medical and surgical eye care, advanced surgical care, local convenience. Hi, I'm Dr. Hank Routh. Our clinic has provided care at our location to the people of Southeast Volusia for over 30 years. I have brought the latest surgical techniques to the practice, including dropless cataract surgery and the iStent device that treats glaucoma and cataracts with a single surgery. Call us today for an appointment at 386-427-4143 or visit online at volusiaeye.com. Do you need a new roof or roof repair but don't know who to trust? Then you need to talk with anything. We know how to get the job done and done right. If you want and expect your roofing company to clean up when they are done, and if you'd like a variety of options available to you before you make your decision, it's as easy as AWS. That's AWS Roofing. Call for a free estimate. 386-428-1500. 
386-423-3076. That's 386-423-3076. Or online at awsroofing.com. We are AWS Roofing. Roofing done right. Tropical beaches, mountain resorts, parks. Where is your next travel adventure dream? Endless Getaway Clubs is your personal concierge travel service, striving to make your travels more affordable and saving you money and time so that you can concentrate on the important things, like making your lifetime memories. With an array of destinations at your fingertips across seven continents, the hardest part of your next vacation? Deciding where to go. Let Endless Getaway Clubs help you plan your next adventure. Call 386-283-7800 online at EndlessGetawayClubs.com. Isn't it time to escape reality for a while? Right now, enter to win a five-day, four-night Bahamas cruise and stay. Port fees and taxes not included. Call for terms and conditions. Since the beginning of Mothers and Fathers, at some point they always tell their kids... If you're in high school or college and looking for a full or part-time position, think McDonald's New Smyrna Beach. Opportunities are available now in a variety of different positions. Your New Smyrna Beach McDonald's offers competitive wages and flexible hours, and you will be working with other great McDonald's team members your age. Stop by your closest New Smyrna Beach McDonald's and ask about the opportunities available. McDonald's is an equal opportunity employer and a great place to work. Professional Tree Care has been in business well over 20 years, providing simple tree trimming to full tree eradication, bobcat work, and stump grinding. Professional Tree Care owner Louis D'Arienzo handles every property like their own. Give them a call at 386-574-4445 or check out their Facebook page, Professional Tree Care. Look for the frog. And we are back this President's Day Holiday Monday, focusing on elder law this morning with Sherry Aiken of the Aiken Law Firm. Now, Sherry, folks that are listening that may want to reach out to you, get in touch, maybe they've got some questions. What's a good way for them to contact you? Call me over to land, and that's 386-738-5599. Email me at radio at Aiken, and that's spelled A-K-I-N-Law-L-A-W.com. Or stop by and see me at our offices, 600 West New York Avenue in DeLand. That's my recommendation. I'm just saying this new office is beautiful. You've got to see it. And if you want to bring uh, bring your family with you so you can all sit down and be on the same page together, there's plenty of room to do that. We've been talking this morning about charity donations and uh, how you designate that upon your passing. What happens if you're splitting it up? What if you know, you've know you got a home or property, but but then you also have money? Or How do you do that? Well, no, Amy, there's a couple of ways to handle that. Um, uh, some involve probate and, and wills, and, and some actually don't. You know, the one thing when I'm looking with, working with a family or with, a, with an individual who wants to give some assets to a charity and then some to their family is to identify what type of retirement assets that the individual might have. Uh, retirement assets are a great source for um, uh, charitable gifts because, you know, in a charity, a nonprofit receives an asset, say an IRA. Um, it doesn't have to pay income tax on that on that asset. So when you have an IRA, you know, and you're taking money out of it, you know, you know, periodically, you know, while you're alive, and whether you're doing it on a monthly basis or just once a year, you know, you have to include that income in your income taxes. You know, your taxable income and pay tax on it. 
because no no tax was paid on that money before it got you know put in your IRA or if it's a rollover from your a retirement plan. Well, if you pass away and you leave a, a, a large IRA to your family member, well, that family member is going to have to pay income tax on that asset as well. It's mm-hmm. not a death tax. It's not a, anything that has anything to do with estate taxes or anything like that. It's simply an asset that no one ever paid taxes on. And in order to have access to it, someone's going to have to pay income tax. So if you have a bank account with $100,000 on it and an IRA with $100,000 in it, and you want to give one of them, you know, if you want to give $100,000 to a charity, it would always be my recommendation to use the IRA um, as the source of the income for or the source of the gift to the charity. Because when the charity receives the IRA, again, the charity doesn't have to pay any income tax on that. But again, if you, you gave the bank account to the, IRA, to, the, to the charity and then the IRA to your family, where your family is going to get, you know, at the end, a net lesser amount because that um, the individual or individuals who receive that asset will have to pay income tax on it. So that's one thing. And, of course, uh, we work with our clients and with their financial advisors to make sure that the beneficiary designations on those kind of accounts are set up the correct way and also have much the same um, designation and the what happens if that we talked about before the break, you know, the same kind of language in it. So that if, you know, we're looking to give this to a specific charity and it does not exist uh, in its current form or even in a emerged or a new named format, that the um, asset's going to still pass the way you intended it to. So, you know, so that's one option. But the other is, say, you know, say you have real estate, say you've got a farm or, um, you know, you know, a large, maybe development kind of attractive land and you want to you know, let a family, let family use it, um, you know, for a period of time and then ultimately have it pass to the charity. Well, that gets a little bit more complicated and typically what we're using here are, um, uh, you know, charitable trusts where the asset is held for a period of time for, it's really, it's one way or the other. It can be held for the charity for a little while and then give to family or it can be held for family for a little while and then given to charity. Uh, typically, we are using a little bit larger dollar numbers uh, in those um, situations because uh, there is more cost involved, not only in setting it up, but also in, in managing it. But if you have a piece of property that, you know, maybe it's um, um, maybe it's on a lake or something like that, and you've got some concern that maybe about conservation, for example, uh, I do see that a lot, conservation easements and things like that, um, but those are... Um, uh, separate documents and, and separate steps that can be uh, in place or put in place uh, as part of the estate plan. But in that situation, uh, you know, especially when we're dealing with a, um, you know, a lifetime gift, so sort of like a life estate, like, you know, your family or a named individual can have use of this property for their lifetime. But at that person's death, then you want this asset to pass to, you know, XYZ charity. Very good conversation today. We are focusing on elder law with Sherry Aiken of the Aiken Law Firm. What happens when you want to leave some money or property or assets to a charity? We'll be back with more of our focus on elder law right here on the stations of WSBB Radio. 106.9 FM, AM 1230, AM 1490. This is State Representative Tom Leake. When we are in Tallahassee for session or committee meetings, stay tuned to AM 1230 and AM 1490 for updated information. WSBB. 
Not all nail care is created equally, and master pedicurist Emily Nelson of Elite Feet prides herself on offering elegant experiences in the beauty industry. Clean, luxurious treatments from a full line of nail and foot care. When you're ready to leave your stress behind and immerse yourself in relaxation and pampering, you deserve the very best. Emily specializes in advanced foot care, lending her expertise to a variety of different services, from toenail reconstruction to 24-karat gold pedicure. She knows that each client has unique needs. Indulge, pamper, rejuvenate with Elite Feet exclusively at Alana Costa, A Lux Salon, 1730 Dunlawton Avenue, Suite 4 in Port Orange. For a full menu of services, find Emily online at EliteFeet386.com. Thinking about starting your own business? Ready to start earning extra income doing something you love? New Smyrna Beach is the perfect place to start, expand, or relocate. With half a million annual visitors, two vibrant historic downtowns, and a fun events calendar, we offer outstanding quality of life for you and your employees. Throw in six nearby colleges, low taxes, and easy transportation options, and you've got a recipe for success. Kickstart your idea by calling Economic Development Director Tony Otti at 386-566-3941 today. All of us like to have a nice yard with beautiful flowers and plants. Sometimes we need advice on care. So we decided to talk to the experts at Lindley's Nursery and Garden Center. Here's Jenny with another gardening tip. Many people grow plants indoors for the beauty and warmth they add to the home. But they also add many health benefits. Besides giving off oxygen, indoor plants can help clean the air, reducing dust and absorbing chemical fumes given off by plastics. Some, such as peace lilies, are especially good at cleaning the air. Place your house plants where you spend the most time to reap the most benefits. Beautiful plants, shrubs, and of course, advice. It's always Lindley's Nursery and Garden Center on West Canal in the Garden District of New Smyrna Beach. Here are three names you should know. Raleigh, Jeff, and Jeffrey. Well, maybe more important, you should know the name Coronado Carpet. The names are the three generations of family that have been doing business the old-time New Smyrna Beach Way on Canal Street. So when you need carpet, luxury area rugs, remnants, wood, laminate, vinyl flooring, ceramic tile for floors and walls, and more, it's all available from the name that you and your neighbors have trusted since 1985. Coronado Carpet. Remember, at Coronado Carpet, the experience will floor you. And we are back this President's Day Holiday Monday. We've been focusing on elder law this morning with Sherry Aiken of the Aiken Law Firm in DeLand. And what an interesting and timely topic. How do you designate if you would like some funds or property or assets to go to a certain charitable cause? How does that come into uh to your estate plan and and you know we've gone over a lot of different situations what if you've made a pledge well you know a lot of times you know when uh you're dealing with a charity that's in, engaged in a, a capital com- a capital fundraising whether it's you know a college or a church or any really any other organization that's doing a, a you know a pledge campaign and um and one question is well you've, you've made a pledge to give you know, $5,000 or $10,000 over a period of time, sure. you know, kind of technically that's not exactly a debt. And so, and of course in, in the probe in probate, um, all debts have to be paid. Um, I always want to be sure with my clients when I'm discussing with them, what the nature of their debts are. And of course most of them are like, Oh no, I don't have any debts. But 
if we want to be sure that a, uh, a charitable pledge is paid like a debt, then I include special language uh, in the will to, or we might trust, depending on what kind of uh, planning we're doing, to be sure that that particular um, obligation gets paid. I mean, sometimes people will, you know, put something in their will to be sure that that's, that's covered. But again, I, I want to be sure that that's the case. That that so, promise is, yeah, is yeah, met. Yeah, because again, that's, that's basically just making sure that your, your estate is honoring a lifetime commitment that you made. So it's, you know, sort of a, a charitable gift. I mean, it is a charitable gift, but it comes out more like a, um, like a, um, uh, a, um, a obligation, a debt okay. of the estate. But we want to make sure that the document itself, that your will or your trust instrument dis- defines debts as including charitable pledges made prior um, to your death. So it's similar, but it's written up in a different way. Yes. Okay. Now, if folks have questions for you, maybe they want to reach out, maybe they, they are really relating to something that we're talking about this morning, but their situation is unique because we talk about that a lot. Every family and every situation is different and unique. What's a good way for them to reach out and get in touch with you? Well, a couple of ways to come get a hold of me is call me over in Deland, 386-738-5599. Email me at radio at aiken-law.com or come in and see me at 600 West New York Avenue. It's been a really timely and a great show, and we are going to do this all over again Next week, right here, same place, same time on the stations of WSBB Radio. We do this each and every Monday. We focus on elder law, and we do that with Miss Sherry Aiken, who is an expert in the field of Aiken Law in DeLand. Sherry, one more time, what is that email address? And spell it out for us. Radio at Aiken, it's spelled A-K-I-N dash little hyphen law, L-A-W dot com. There we go. Sherry Aiken of the Aiken Law Firm in DeLand, and we have been focusing on elder law this morning right here on the great voice of Volusia County. You're listening to the stations of WSBB Radio, 106.9 FM, AM 1230, AM 1490 on this President's Day Monday holiday. Do make it a great today.